Welcome everyone to Take the Lead. I'm your host, William Kluski. And I am John O'Halloran. And happy Halloween to all. Yes. John, you didn't dress up for the occasion. You said you were going to dress up for the occasion. I bought this $2,000 suit for the occasion. I dressed up as a hobo. <laughs> With a fresh cut? Yep, Disney hobo is watching. Sorry to offend you. Nah, I didn't even pay anything. on. I, did, I paid like 30 bucks for this at Walmart in the costume section. So that includes my discount to made 27. <laughs> I couldn't find anything. Yeah, it is what it is. However, John, we're going to start with some basketball. Right, and uh, Lavar Ball. Haven't heard her name. I mean, his name in a long time. <laughs> He's entering his third NBA draft. Great. In regards to his kids. Hey, what happened to the second one? Uh, his first one, he got exactly what he wanted. He got Lonzo to the Lakers. Right. Yep. Leangelo, not so much. Yeah, he's probably out bagging friggin' who knows where he is. Probably yep. working at TJ Maxx or something. So Lavar, he's testing his fate again. Fate again with Lamelo, and he has picked two teams that he w- that he wants to draft Lamelo. All right. In the draft. So, do you want to take a guess on what two teams they are? Probably the Lakers. No. Sixers. No. Timberwolves. No. Warriors. No. Don't tell me the Celtics. No. Okay, good. I have no idea. Uh, LeVar Ball wants his son playing for the New York Knicks or the Detroit Pistons. Two garbage teams. All right. Okay. Yeah. So it's just like, why? I'd pick like the Warriors because the Warriors are probably about to be back to what they were just a couple years ago with Curry coming back, Clay Thompson coming back. Exactly. I like how the, this article worded it. It's like, so does LeVar Ball want LaMelo to be taken first overall by the Minnesota Timberwolves and form an exciting core with Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell? Nope. Does he want to see his youngest son join an obvious contender with the Golden State Warriors? Negatory. How about landing with the Charlotte Hornets, Chicago Bulls, Cleveland Cavaliers, or Atlanta Hawks? Teams with varying degrees of future excitement? None of the above. <laughs> I just like how it was worded. There's something wrong with that, man. Yeah, and there's our headline. We'll see if we can get anything close to those Antonio Brown views. I hope not. I mean, well, I mean, I hope so, but... <laughs> um. Steve Nash has a new assistant coach. I saw that. Mike D'Antoni. That's a good... That's, I like that. How, how would you feel if you were the head coach for a player and then you became his assistant coach? In the future, it'd be weird. Like that's what that was the first thing I thought of when I read that. I'm like, that's kind of must feel weird for Mike D'Antoni. That's what I would feel, because now you're gonna listen to Steve when they just be other way around. Yeah, but it's just like they also joined with former Spurs and Sixers assistant coach Ami Yudoka, and uh, and then you can't forget about Amar Stoudemire, who's yep. gonna serve as a player development assistant. So it's going to be an interesting coaching staff for the Nets. They still won't make the playoffs. You don't think so? Nope. Not even with a Kyrie and a healthy KD? Screw them. Ninth. Huh? Ninth? Ninth. Do you think they'll finish ninth? No, 16th. They're going to be the worst team. Oh, worst team? Yeah, screw them. I thought there was only 15 teams of conference. How many teams are in the NBA? 30. Oh, I thought there was 32. That's the NFL. Well, screw them. So they're going to finish 15th. How many teams are in the NHL? I think 31. Uh, that's what I thought, too. I just wasn't sure if it was an odd number or not. Good old Siri. Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. How many teams are in the NHL? Here's an answer from Wikipedia.org. The NHL consists of 31 teams, 24 of which are based in the United States and 7 in Canada. Oh, thank you, Series. that my phone is faster than yours. Thank you, Series. And if you didn't understand, there are 31 teams, 24 in the U.S., and 7 in Canada. USA. USA. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, so D'Antonio has coached 13 full seasons in the NBA, and nine of those 13, uh, he is ranked in the top six in offensive efficiency. Oh, so 
So having two guys like KD and uh, Kyrie, he can work well with. Yeah, and especially with the point guard mind like Steve Nash, probably yep. giving Kyrie even more tips on how to succeed. Still 15th, but... You think so? No, they'll probably be a top five team. Yeah, we'll see what happens, but I'll put them in, the, yeah, put them at five, four or five. Celtics will still be above them, though. Oh, hell yeah. Because screw you, Kyrie. <laughs> uh, um, hit us with one of your stories. Uh, NBA PA head Michelle Roberts says player response to December 22nd uh, start has been uh, negative, which I'm not surprised. She said given all that has been resolved between now and December 22nd date, uh, that there will be financial risk by uh, a later start date. It defines common sense that can be done in time. Roberts told the Atlantic, our players deserve the right I deserve the right to have uh, some runaway so that they can plan for a start that uh, for start soon. The overall response from players that have received uh, to the proposal has been negative, which I'm not surprised. You're giving these players basically a month to get ready. Yeah. Because season ended just two or three weeks ago. So they're going to have just November to prepare. Yeah, it's just like you still have all the off-season activities you need to get done. And look the, at the, the draft, free agency, re-signing, training camp, all that jazz. And look at the end. I mean, look at the NFL. There's just been numerous injuries because a have lot a, of injuries. Yeah, in preseason. Just mention the NBA is going to be because yeah. with the Celtics lost Jason Tatum, lost Jalen Brown, lost Gordon Hayward. That's no surprise. He's Campbell always injured. Walker. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That's why I said his name. I'm surprised you didn't because he's always down. Then what about like if the Lakers were to lose? KD, LeBron. KD, yeah, wait, no, not KD. What's his name? Anthony Davis, LeBron, AD, AD, the brow, the brow. So I think the NBA should start. We talked about last week, January, February, maybe. Yeah, and you want to hear some money numbers if they start in January? Yes. So if the start of the 2021 season is pushed back until January, well, that's gonna be weird to say the 2021. Yes, 2021. Yeah. Because what 2020 has been. No, because so if you say the twenty twenty one season, like it's either the two zero two one or mm-hmm. two zero hyphen two one, like encompassing both years or just the twenty twenty one. Yeah, you know what I mean. You can just say twenty. Wait, how can you do this? I don't know. I didn't realize that it twenty. I, there's no way you can. The way it says it, it's twenty 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 one seasons. That's the way you're gonna have to say. It. You're gonna say twenty 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 one. But it, yeah, it's, it's weird, right? Two thousand twenty, two thousand twenty. Yeah. It, you have to like full fully speak it in order for people to fully understand what you're saying. Two zero two zero two zero two one season. Yeah. Um so if it's pushed back until January, the NBA fears a revenue loss of five hundred million to one billion in this season. That's a lot of kaching. And the league is also reportedly uh facing four billion lost if fans are not allowed back into arenas, which is possible due to certain teams' local laws forbidding public gatherings and indoor nature of basketball arenas. That's a big yikes. So they could lose anywhere between four point five to five billion dollars next year if one, they start in January and two, there's no fans. That's a lot of money. That's a, a lot of money. Something that we, you and I will never ever see in our lives. No. And I got more money. I got a better money story when we get to baseball. Oh, I, great. I think you'll enjoy that one. Oh, great. <laughs> we're, we're talking about money today, baby. The, this, this is where I wish I had just like a bunch of fake hundreds. Just like shoot them up. I have ones in my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's just crazy. That's a lot of but I really think they need to start in January just so they have enough yes. time and to prevent injuries. Do not start in December. However, here's my however to starting in December. My only however is the teams that haven't played since March. You could do that for them. That'd be another month lost if they start in January for them. That'd be 10 months without basketball for those yes. eight teams. Eight, eight teams, right? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine being on an NBA team and then not playing basketball for eight months, not even being injured or to no fault of your own. But how many games would you do, though, if some teams start in December and some teams No, I mean, that'd be my one case for starting yeah. in December for everyone is those Oh, okay, those I get teams. what you mean now. Okay. Yeah. And if they start in January, that's why I just feel a little bit more bad for those eight yeah. teams because it's like, okay, that's another month where they can't play. Yes. So I, get, like, I get what you mean now. Yeah, so it's just like, 
it makes more sense for 2021. I just kind of feel a little bad about the eight teams, but that's about it. All right, that's the only thing I got for starting in December. Yeah, I get what you mean now. Yeah, I think they need them time. So, sorry, eight teams. I feel bad for you for not playing basketball for ten months, but play two K. I honestly think it. Yeah, play it. <laughs> buy a backyard basketball hoop and just shoot. Oh, I'm sure they already have one. Yeah, probably. Knowing the they money probably, they have, they, probably, they, they, they probably have like indoor basketball, full size basketball courts, and they're probably just like dunking over their kids or something, <laughs> posterizing them, just preparing. It's just like, why aren't you seven feet tall? This isn't real. This isn't like the NBA. I wish I had an indoor basketball court. That'd be nice. That'd be like a dream bucket list item for our house mm-hmm. just a full-size basketball court would you I, you know what i'd even be content with a half half court might as well start my only fans account <laughs> <laughs> and it's you constantly shooting threes yelling kobe and missing i'm sh- i mean people are subscribed to it i mean they already subscribed to weird crap on what from i heard that i've seen on youtube yeah well let's talk about some more rare crap shall we oh my god Lakers fans take to Twitter to trash Clippers on Rajon, Rongo, R- Rajon Rondo's vacation photos. So in case you haven't seen, Rajon Rondo living his best life after winning the NBA Finals. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. And uh, reportedly, there's been some interest from the Clippers in signing Rajon Rondo. Mm-hmm. So someone quote tweeted that saying, you can't experience this and then go play for the Los Angeles Clippers. And then, um, uh, let's see, a good one. Someone's like, oh, that's not another good one. Um, actually, <laughs> actually, he would get to go on vacations a lot sooner. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you won't experience this if you play for the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, it'll be like being single in a sinking canoe. <laughs> Uh, so it's just like some people, some poor Clipper fans, man. Uh, say it louder, them IE cats on the Clipper team, Mister Memo. Poor Clippers fans. Oh, this was a good one. So is uh, you can't experience this and go play for the Clippers. I'm 100 percent sure he can take pictures on a boat in LA. Either way. Yeah. And then someone's like, yeah, but no woman wants to be seen in public with a Clippers player. <laughs> <laughs> I want to because she's already the second player in NBA history to win a championship with the Lakers and Celtics. Just imagine if he goes to the Clippers and wins one with the Clippers. He'd be the first player ever to win one with uh, Celtics, Lakers, and Clippers. Rondo, do it. That'd be genius, but yeah. don't do it because Clippers. Yeah, Clippers and Lakers both have interest in Rondo, but I just thought those were funny, so I wanted to talk about it. I wish Rondo would come back. That would be great. Just come off the bench. Uh, we'll go. Let's go from weird to cool. All right. Uh, scroll up, please. <coughs> uh, Demar Derozan. Demar Derozan. There we go. Upgrades USC w- weight room with historic donation. What is it? Well, the number isn't given because it was it was never given. But he only played at USC for one year, and he paid his school back with a massive donation that funded an incredible weight room renovation. All right. Um, complete with new technology, new equipment, and all the works. Um, one of the issues that had been plaguing the school, some of the equipment wasn't big enough for the taller athletes. Mm-hmm. So thanks to DeMar, they swapped out old machines for new machines that can handle players six foot six and above. And DeMar played, like I said, one season yep. in 2008 and was so dominant the school retired his number 10 jersey. Wow. Just from playing one season. Just from one season. Um, so far, the st- the Spurs star has made more than $175 million in 11 years in the NBA and has decided to throw some cash back to school to help the other athletes grow. Uh, the school didn't specify exactly how much cash DeMar donated, but noted it's the single largest donation ever from a former USC to the NBA basketball player. Wow, that's awesome. Player. So it's just like, it's always cool seeing people give back. Yeah. So do you have any more basketball? No, I I have one that you already said last week. I don't know why I said it. It's about <laughs> the NBA season starting in January. Oh, uh, yep. Um, let's see. The team's preparing for free agency to begin early as November 20th, two days after NBA draft. Two days after the draft. Jeez. That's so crazy. Because you're being a draft. You're moving. Quick, quick, quick. I wonder how the moving process goes for NBA players when they like get traded. 
That's a good question. Like, when do they have time to move all their stuff? They probably have pay people to do it for them. They don't want to do it. I know, but I'm a professional like, athlete. I'm not doing that. You do this, you. you I know, but as a professional, on. but as a professional athlete making all that money, assuming you have probably you probably have very valuable stuff, who would you trust to move your stuff for you? Probably the same company that Antonio Brown threw the bag of dicks at. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. So Lord, hopefully, John. the Celtics. I mean. They've done stuff in free agency in the past. I hope they can do something big that can get them back to the NBA Finals, baby. It's been yeah. it's been too long. I know we need them back. Any more basketball? Nah. All right, let's talk about some more money in baseball, shall we? We've talked about the Mets and how they've been looking to get bought. Yes. A deal has been made. Steve Cohen has paid blank dollars for the Mets. Want to take a guess on how much he paid for the Mets? I'm not going to come close. Take a guess. $1.2 billion. Double it. He paid that much? He paid $2.475 billion for the Mets. But ready? This gets even more interesting. But that's nothing for the MLB's richest owner. Um, Let's see. Where is it? Oh, yeah. So we're. G- I want to give you some trivia. He did some... Actually, I'll read you this good thing first. As part of Cohen's statement, all Mets employees, including unionized groundskeepers, security guards, and engineers, will receive reinstituted pre-pandemic salaries as of November 1st, reversing the 5 to 30% salary cut implemented in March. The value of this commitment is over $7 million. I like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So we're going to play a little game of which teams have the richest owners. So Oh, great. I suck at these games. We, we, you don't have to give the name of the owner. Yep. But I'm just, I'm going to tell you what their uh, net worth is, mm-hmm. and then you tell me what team it is. So we already established Steve Cohen's the richest yep. with his net worth at $14.6 billion. <sighs> In second, at $4.8 billion. Well, probably the Yankees won Brian Cashman. Nope. John Henry. Nope. Sam Kennedy. Is the Red Sox? Nope. It's uh, Washington Nationals owner Ted Lerner. Already over one. Uh, third at four point five billion. Brian Cashman. Nope. <laughs> uh, San Francisco Giants owner Charles Johnson. Already over two. And a third at four point one billion. The Dodgers owner. Nope. The 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 D- Detroit Tigers owner. Marion Illich, I guess. Illich or something like that, yeah. Yeah, Illich. At uh, fifth at three point four billion. Um, think of teams. Think of teams. Braves. Nope. Uh, Los Angeles Angels. Arte Moreno. Uh, sixth also at three point four billion. Red Sox one. Nope. Philadelphia Phillies, John Middleton. <laughs> seventh at $2.8 billion. Dodgers owner? Nope. Boston Red Sox owner, John Henry. Fuck. Uh, seventh or eighth, uh, $2.7 billion. Finally, the Yankees. Nope. Oakland Athletics owner, John Fisher. Ninth at $2.4 billion. Think of teams. Think of teams. Do you want a hint? Yes. They're in the National League. Padres? Nope. Chicago Cubs owner Joe Ricketts. The hell? And tenth at one point eight billion. Is it finally the damn Yankees? No. <laughs> it's the uh, Texas Rangers. Ray Davis. Wow. The Dodgers not even on there. That's crazy. Or the Yankees. Wow. I, I feel like that's just... If I'm going to 0 for 10? I only got one single one right. Um, I'm surprised the Yankees aren't up there. I Do the Yankees have partial owners? I think they do. That's probably why they're not on this list. 
because someone replied saying just how the Steinbrenner family is up there and how was three point eight billion. So it's probably these are probably like full owners or yes. something or like mid, like high majority owners because I think if I remember correctly from a different article that the two point four seven five billion was like for like ninety five percent of the team. Yeah. And he already had like the other five percent or something. It's a lot of money. Yeah. But now he's the richest owner by almost ten billion <gasps> to second. Ten billion? Yeah, fourteen to four. Holy crap. Yeah. Well, speaking of Detroit Tigers, they name AJ Hinch manager as MLB suspension an- ends. Cheater. Cheater. I feel like he should be suspended another season since it wasn't a full season suspension. You think so? Yeah, fuck it. Why not? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> some people will count as a full this a full season, but I think they should maybe spend it for sixty games. Yeah, because they played what sixty this year. Yeah, you could do it that way. Or spend them for sixty-two, a hundred, a hundred, all right, two full season. All right, there you games. go. So you can come back and manage. Guess how long it took him to get a call to become the head coach or manager? A I week. Say. No, it was a. Uh, 30 minutes after the World Series last out, he got a call. Hey, you want to manage us? Yeah, sure. Okay, bye. Click. I, I don't, obviously, the deal wasn't done then. But yeah. That's when he got the first. That's when he got the call. Crazy. But yesterday at one, yesterday at around noon, it became officially official, according to the Detroit official. Tigers. It literally says officially official. Officially official. Well, good luck, Tigers. You're going to be banging on those trash cans real soon, just like how people would clap your cheeks. Yeah, 46-year-old Hinch replaces Ron Gardenhire, who retired late this season, and he takes over a team that has been build, rebuilding for the past few years. Remember those Tiger teams that used to be good? Yeah. Like from 2012 to like 14, whatever it was. Want to know my uh, most memorable Detroit Tigers story or moment of mem- mm. remembrance? Big-ass Prince Fielder tripped. Nope. Armando Galarraga. Oh, the no-hitter? Or the perfect game would have been? The ruined perfect game. Jim, well, I think it was Jim Joyce that yeah, called that game. I think it was Jim Joyce, too, but just like, damn. No, he probably did that because he was probably ass. betting on the game. And probably. I bet I bet the guy was like, guarantee it was going to be a nah, perfect game. It's like, bet. All right. Oh, man. 25000 Okay. Final down to the final. Oh shit! It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Sink. I feel like <laughs> they should have reversed that call. I feel like it should be a roll. If it's that obvious, reverse it. That's su- that sucks. Or if it's the last out of a perfect game, at least review it and then overturn it. You know. That sucks. I just remember Armando Galarraga's expression. He's like, he's like, <laughs> and then uh, Miguel Cabrera, <coughs> both his hands on his head. Yep, I remember that. I think he picked Prince Fielder when uh, he tripped. Remember that? In yeah. Two th- yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's still funny. But no, that's the... I'll always remember the Armando Galarraga. That's the only reason I still know his name. It's because of that moment. I remember his name. Now they that you do. brought it Armando up. Armando Galarraga. That's the only reason I know his name. Test, test your f- baseball friends. I'm sure they know. <laughs> we gave you good trivia last week. Have you used it? Didn't think so. Because <laughs> you have no friends. Kidding. <laughs> you, guys, you guys probably have more friends than I do. Me too. <laughs> it's okay. Life goes on. Um, hit us with your baseball because I'm out. Um, oh wait, yeah, go ahead. Dodgers uh, ace who uh, Clayton, Clayton Kershaw who finally won a World Series after all those years in the postseason choking. Congratulations, Dodgers! We forgot sh- to say it at the beginning of the baseball segment. Congratulations, Mookie! Congratulations, we were cheering for you all the way here in New Hampshire. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, congratulations on your first. World Series yes, championship after time. all these years. Again, clapping He's just the adding season. to his al- accolades. Yep. We're definitely a Hall of Famer. Oh, 100%. I think first ballot. World Series seals the deal. Yep. The Hall of Fame for Clayton He's Kershaw whenever he retires. He said, uh, winning the, uh, he said not focused on his legacy after winning his first World Series. He said, we won the World Series. Kershaw told reporter, uh, reporters following game six, I don't care about legacy. I don't care about what happened last year. I don't care what uh, what people think. The 2020 Dodgers won the World Series. Who cares about that other stuff? Yep. Uh, I've been saying the world's. I, I've been saying World Series chance in my head over and over again just to see if it was thinking. Kershaw added. Uh, I can't put into words. Just so thankful. Yeah. Because he's one of those players, you know, who 
one of those pitchers who were just struggling the postseason consistently, always choking, always getting pulled in early innings. Made it to, like, what is this, this third World Series he was in and finally won it? Yes, lost 2017. Lost 2018, baby. Go Sox. Red Sox for life. Red Sox for life. We'll never go against you, Red Sox. Nope, even if you never win a World Series again, Ready? we've seen four. We love you. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> I do want to speak about the Dodgers and a certain player on the Dodgers. Justin Turner. Bum, bum, bum. How do you let him play? You knew he, they tested him. He shouldn't him. have played. Nope. He had a pending test. If I take a COVID test, I can't go to work until I have the result. I'm pretty sure he tested positive the day before. No, they took him out of the game because he tested positive. So I assume they got the, his result mid-game. That's, that's ridiculous. You pull him out in the seventh inning. That was later than that. that was I think it was either seventh or eighth they pulled him it was, out. It was very late in the game they pulled him out. And then he's like, yeah, you tested positive. You got to come out of the game. And then just like. I thought he had two Then he goes back tests. on the field to celebrate? Yeah, I think you're right. I think they tested him. You po- uh, tested positive. They tested him again with one of those rapid tests. And he tested positive again. And he's out there on the field celebrating with his. Shouldn't have been out there. No. It's just like. Like, I, okay, I understand. You won the World Series. But like. You tested positive. You Stay shouldn't be away. out there. I know you, you're excited because obviously you lost in 2018, 17, 18 as well. You wanted to celebrate with your team. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just, I think, because I know he got told not to go out there and he still went out there, which he should get fined. The Dodgers oh, 100%. Should, the Dodgers should get fined too. They should suspend him 30 games. Oh, hell yeah. It's Put the hammer down. Fuck it. And him sitting next to, um, what the hell's his name? David uh, Roberts, who was diagnosed with Hopkins lymphoma in 2011. Or in 2010, he was diagnosed with it. It's just... That, that sounds like a pre-existing condition to me. A stupid move by Justin Turner. I know you're that excited. I mean, if I was a baseball player and uh, I got pulled because I had COVID, I won't be out there with my team celebrating, but you got to think first. Oh yeah, yeah. We're in a time where selfishness <coughs> isn't good. Absolutely. You got to think about others sometimes, and this year in particular, 2020, is really revealing who cares about people. Yep. Who doesn't? Absolutely. And I don't care what your opinion is. Just. Wear a damn mask. It's not that difficult. I know it's annoying. It sucks to do, but... And 90% of the people... Well, maybe not 90, because a lot of people lost their jobs. We'll, we'll lower <coughs> that. We'll say 60% of the people aren't quote-unquote essential, mm-hmm. and they don't have to wear a mask no. for nine hours. Those people, they just have to wear a mask, grocery shopping, for what? Two 45 minutes to an hour? Mm, 30 minutes, depending getting on in. how big, you, how many yeah. fresh food you get? It's like, I get, I understand it's an inconvenience. No one wants to do it. I mean, I'll admit it. I, I, I'll admit it. I hate wearing it. I do too, but I wear it nine hours a night at work. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm nowhere near anyone. I just got my hair cut. I had to wear it getting a haircut. Yeah. And I can't hear the guy talking to me. <laughs> What? That, that was just like me when I got my hair cut two weeks ago. Did I tell you that they took it took the person a really long time to cut my hair? You st- how long did it take? It took just under an hour. How slow was she? No, she wasn't slow. She was just very indecisive on what to do with my cowlicks. Because I, oh. I have like three cowlicks going in all different directions. And it, she literally told me, she was like, this is the first time I've had a challenge in years. <laughs> <laughs> and at one point during the haircut, she's like, I'm sorry, this is, or she was talking to like someone else who was working, and she was like, "Yeah, this haircut's taking like an hour." I'm like, "It's been an hour." <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I walk in like right before one o'clock, and I walk out right before two o'clock. That's a long haircut. Yeah, I didn't even realize Jeez. that. I thought at the time <coughs> when she mentioned it was like it was approaching an hour, I thought I was only in the chair for like 25 minutes. Mine went pretty quick, but I think they're just doing it because COVID. He's trying to get you in, trying to get you out. Probably, except that <laughs> this person just had a challenge with my hair. Yeah, it was just it was just funny. I I think 
Did a good job. No, no, I'm I'm, I'm uh, with mine. Yeah. yeah, no, she said I have a Catholic going like this way, one going like that way, and then I have one going that way. She did it, though? Yeah, she good. succeeded. I wear a hat 90% of the time anyway, so I was just like. How you do when my hair gets long? I, ju- I do it regardless of the length. <laughs> I, just, I just really like hats. I am only not wearing a hat this episode because of the suit. Got to look professional. Yes. With pumpkins on my suit. <laughs> Some um, of which kind of look like Jack Skellington, like this one right here. I I see it. Um, <laughs> speaking about managers, White Sox hire Tony Larusa. Yep, been a minute since he's been here, but he's back. Seventy-six years old. He's gonna be managing. I mean, if COVID is obviously probably to be still around next year. Oh yeah, that's gonna be tough for him, you know, because it affects older people worse than it'll affect Will and I, because Will and I are probably just being bedded for. Just I shouldn't say that to be honest, because healthy people can die too. But Will ninety nine point nine seven percent survival rate. Will and I will be in bed just for a couple of days. I'm like, all right, time to go back to work. But no, that's assuming we have symptoms, because a lot of people who have it are asymptomatic. Yeah, so and they you know, wouldn't know unless they got tested. Um, yeah, yeah. I forgot, lost my train of thought. But that's yeah, okay. him being seventy six years old, it's that's amazing. Oh yeah, seventy six years old and he's back. Um, one of us need the money. <laughs> Are we struggling? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was, that was uh, bad. <laughs> White Sox. We were talking about money a lot this episode for some reason. It just came up in some news, so I just wanted to throw it in there. Uh, White Sox chairman uh, Jerry uh, <laughs> Rinsdorf, I think I say it. His hiring is not based on friendship, or on what had happened years ago, on what the fact that. Uh, we had the opportunity to have one of the greatest managers in the game's history in our dugout at a time when uh, we believe our team is posed for great accomplishments. Yeah. Um, this is, oh, I don't know who. Um, trying to find more in this article, but no great harm by the White Sox. Yeah, I agree. And they made the playoffs uh, for the first. Had, they haven't had a winning record since 2012. That's a long time without a winning record. Made the playoffs this year. Obviously lost in the ALDS, I believe it was. Um, mm-hmm. Good for the White Sox. I mean, I think that this is a guy that Tony Larusa can actually help him out. Oh yeah, he's got good young players. Uh, speaking about more about managers, the Red Sox have begun uh, contract talks with Alex Cora. Dope. Uh, it'd be cool to see him back. Yes, it's uh, it's unknown how Cora's. Uh, is viewed by the Red Sox. He remains extremely popular with many members of the organization as a, uh, at the ownership front office and players level, but those relationships are based largely on course two seasons at the helm of the Red Sox before the arrival of Chiefs baseball, uh, baseball off- <laughs> officer uh, Chain Bloom after the 2019 season. Bloom has been uh, charged with leading the Red Sox uh, managerial search um at the end of the 2020 season, about how he viewed Cora as a uh, possible replacement for 2020 manager Ron Renneke. I would like to see Alex Cora back. You know, what, what he was able to do with that 2018 team, got him 108 wins. Uh, the players love him. You know, it's the front office loves him. I love to have Alex Cora back, but I don't know how people would feel about him coming back because I know a lot of people uh, feel about A.J. Hinch coming back because Alex Cora, obviously, we all know, was part of the uh, 2017 Houston scandal. Yeah. And, um... Somewhat did it with the Red Sox 2018 with the, uh, I think they did it with the videos or something like that. Yeah, something with the video cameras in center field. But um, I, I would love to have Alex Cora back. Yeah, me too. I mean, I liked him as a head coach. I liked him. I thought he was great. I don't want to keep saying head coach. That's not the term for baseball. You're still a coach. Yeah, but it's manager. <laughs> um, more baseball? No, that's all I had. All right, let's get into some football. Whoosh. Now, was that a first? Now, was that a pass or a first down marker that I was doing? First down. I was, I was trying to do a pass, but my oh. restricted motions with this suit top. Suit. Suit top. And for everyone who just listened to the audio, go to Take the Lead on YouTube, and you can see my fabulous pumpkin suit. It's bright orange. Very it's bright nice. orange. Um. Hey, John, according to a recent Twitter study, what team is the most hated in the NFL? Patriots? Nope. Cowboys? Nope. Bucks? 
Nope. Eagles. Nope. Jets. Nope. Chiefs. Nope. Packers. Nope. Lions. Nope. <laughs> Vikings. Nope. Giants. Nope. Washington football team. Nope. Bills. Nope. Dolphins. Nope. Falcons. Nope. <laughs> Steelers. Yes. About time. <laughs> Took you long enough. Yeah, so um So with every fan base in the NFL has their own rival, it seems hating one team in particular bring brings most fans together, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep. Sports Insider used data from over 90,000 tweets to come to the conclusion that the NFL fans hate the Steelers more than any other team. Um, the, they st- uh, the study found the Steelers were the most, quote-unquote, hated team in a total of eight states, which wow. marked the most in the league. According to the data, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, Indiana, Maryland, Delaware, Connecticut, and Rhode Island are where people who tweet, I hate the Steelers, are mostly located. (laughs) I hate the Steelers. Pennsylvania, home of the Steelers, hates the Baltimore Ravens the most. Makes sense. Pittsburgh is currently the only undefeated team in the league, making them even more hateable. The Steelers will head to Baltimore to play the Ravens on Sunday. Uh, They should flex that game. Yeah. Into the Sunday game. Take the yes. Eagles game off TV, please. Off TV in general. Just like, please. don't even air it at all. No one can watch and this, this coming game. From, this is coming from an Eagles fan. It's going to be a brutal game to watch. Oh, I bet. I bet. <sighs> um, <laughs> let's see. NFL strongly encourages players to wear masks while on sideline during games. Well, if the coaches I, wear it, they should wear one. Yeah, if I understand, but they're on the field together without. Yeah, it. so it's true. Just they're like not with each other. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like fucking slobbing mean, like all I, over each other. I know. It's just I don't know. I just want. I just read that headline. I'm just like I don't even read read it. It's just oh, it's just weird. It's like because they're on the field together. They're breathing all over each other. Spit. <laughs> Sweat. Blood. Teeth. Piss. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if anyone has ever pissed themselves in an NFL game. Oh, probably. I know a Georgia uh, running back back in college a couple years ago crapped himself. He's got hit so hard. Yeah. It's gross. <laughs> yeah, Coach, I got a problem, yeah. I'm going to go to the locker room. Why? Please, just don't even ask any questions. Yeah. Uh, John Ross of the Cincinnati Bengals, eager to play, wants out if he can't. I would want out of Cincinnati, too. Uh, uh. Bengals wide receiver John Ross opened up about his role in uncertain future in Cincinnati on Friday. Ross, who has not played in four of the team's five past games, has as his role has diminished, rebuffed a report that suggested a team source wasn't sure if the speed receiver still liked football. Um, Trade me if this is how y'all feel, the Bengals 2017 first-round pick wrote on Twitter on Friday. I'm healthy and eager to play. I know I can be productive. It's hard to love something when you're not actually participating in mm-hmm. it. Don't Bel- me. believe me. It's not football that I don't like. So he obviously doesn't like being in Cincinnati. Yep. The NFL trade deadline is Tuesday. Ooh. I didn't realize this was that soon. But then you know, we're also in week eight. So uh, Ross's lone offensive number this year are two are the two catches for 17 yards he had in the opening season opening day loss to the Chargers. Nice. Yeah. So it's just like. Crazy, yeah. If, I, if I'm a owner, I'm not bringing that to my team. Yeah, <laughs> they should probably trade him. We're just gonna cut him. Yeah, or that. Um, you have any football before we get to the picks? Yeah, uh, NFL likely uh, to cut Super Bowl seating capacity drastically due to the pandemic. Obviously, makes sense. Um, so according to ESPN, the NFL currently plan to have a fan capacity of just 20% at Raymond J. Stadium for uh, the Super Bowl. The game, which would be televised by CBS, is scheduled to kick off from Tampa Bay on uh, February 7th. Fans who attend the game will be required to wear masks. Makes They'll sense, yeah. They have to also be also put in seating pods. Makes sense as well. Yes. Uh, the lowest uh, attended Super Bowl in NFL history was the first one when Sixty-one thousand nine hundred forty-six attended Super Bowl, attended the game when the Packers uh, beat the Chiefs thirty-five to ten. That's at the lo- lowest at sixty-one thousand. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. <laughs> Jeez. Um, what would they have this year? Ten. 
if the NFL if the NFL sticks to a twenty twenty percent capacity for this year's game, it would mean it would be uh, would be between thirteen thousand fifteen thousand attendance. Yeah. So with them doing this, um, having about fifteen thousand people, I wonder if they're going to put those stupid cardboard cutouts to make the. I'd love it. They should, so it looks full. They should do all the South Park characters like Denver did. Just ask them to borrow all of them. Uh, if the audience is cut out to 15000 below, it will dramatic effect on ticket prices. Uh, according to Ticket IQ, prices on the secondary market could reach between 12858 per ticket. Wow, which would uh, be below any of the previous uh, record of 9723 for Super Bowl 50 in February 2016. You want to go? Yeah, screw it. Let's try to buy tickets on the sale day and then sell for $12,000. That'd be a lot of money. It's a down payment on a condo. Ka-ching, ka-ching. It's going to be weird watching Super Bowl with 15,000 people. They'll probably fake noise. You think so? Probably. Why not? Why wouldn't they? Unless Super Bowl's on CBS this year, I think, because I know uh, Fox usually adds the fake crowds, the uh, from like NBA yeah. M- MLB the show. Yeah. Um, but only fifteen thousand people for the Super Bowl. That's good. That's going to look weird. You know, fifteen twenty years down the road, twenty five years, and you're watching it with your kid on TV. Your kids gonna be like, "Why, Dad? Why is that Super Bowl so uh, empty?" Well, son, you here's see, here's how it all started. Well, we're going to go back to March after the last Super Bowl. The world went to shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fast forward, we're here. That, that's the whole story. The wor- d- the whole story. The world went to shit. Five words. That's how we, that's how we describe twenty twenty. Yep. The world went to shit. I mean, just uh, it's gonna be a weird Super Bowl to watch. Oh, yeah. it really is. Who's gonna be in it? Uh, obviously, gonna be the Bengals versus the Eagles. You just said that because they tied each other. Actually, no, that's not why I said it. <laughs> no, I said um, the worst team in the AFC. The Bills? The worst team. Yeah, Bills suck. No, record-wise. Oh, um, who's the Oh, Jets? If the Jets oh, ra- the Jets are own. Yeah, no. If Bengals. the Jets rattle off 10 wins. Yeah, that'd be crazy. No, I was saying, I was just saying one of the worst, one of the worst teams in the AFC, the Bengals. And then I just picked um, what team I think is going to win the trash NFC East. Hey, thank you. It, you're welcome. <laughs> I, like I said, it's, good, it's still my prediction. Ever since the tie, they're going to finish at 6-9-1, and one, and then they're going to win the division. I'll take it. And then the Cowboys will probably be like 6-10, and 10, and that puts them at a half game behind. That's so gross. <laughs> it really is. Imagine a wild card team that has like 12 wins going to the Eagles at 6-9-1. Oh, so the Eagles win tomorrow. It's pretty much their division, because Cowboys would be two and six. Yeah, and well, you still got the Giants three and four and one, three, five three, four and one. and one. Yeah, three, four and one. Yeah, so they're probably gonna end up winning the division. Wait. Actually, no. Yeah, they'd be six, nine, and one. No, yeah, they'd be three, four, and one because they beat the Forty ers they beat yeah. the Giants. No, I got confused between the uh, records for a second, and like because I forgot about the one for a second. So I was thinking three and four and two and six. I'm like, we're missing a game here. And I remember it was in the tie column. So pretty much the Eagles are probably going to win the division no matter what. Unless the Cowboys can finish eight and eight. Yeah, which I don't see happening without Dak. No. <laughs> division champs again, baby. Your division is so trash. I know. <laughs> At least when my division was trash, we had a good team participating in it, though. Well, look at the Patriots now. It's just your whole division is trash. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what are the odds of that, though? A whole division just being trash. Not one team has five wins. Not one team has four wins. It's terrible. Not one team has three <laughs> wins. It's embarrassing. <laughs> We're going into week eight. And <laughs> not one team has three wins. <laughs> Some will tomorrow. Unless they tie again. <laughs> I'd be so pissed if the Eagles tie. That'd be really so wouldn't. funny. Imagine the Eagles being 2-4-2. Two, two. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to curse myself. Imagine if the Eagles have a tie against every NFC East team this year. I don't want that. Who do, who get the division? 
They'll do like a fade of four way match. Imagine, imagine if the Eagles finish six, six, and three. <laughs> That'd be interesting. That doesn't even add up. Six, no. seven, and three. Six, seven, and three. And they win. It's embarrassing. Just no teams to NFC East. No can teams make the ever going to have three ties in a year, though. You never know. I'm going to try and Madden in the season, see if I can do it. Just try to tie every game. You should you should um, play a season of Madden and just set it like one-minute quarters and just try to tie every single game for the year. All right. I'll do that. Let me know what happens at 0 and 16. I'm sure someone on YouTube already did it. Probably. One of these Madden gamers. Um, Pick Cam Newton not using COVID-19 as an excuse for poor performance last week because that was – oh. Terrible. That was terrible. He said, uh, obviously, they were talking about how bad he played. Um, people said, is it all of COVID-19? He said, no, uh, no, my goodness. I'm hearing a lot what could be Newton said on uh, WEI's The Greg Hill Show on Monday. It's simple. I have to play better. Newton just completed 65% of his passes for 255 uh, yards, zero touchdowns, and five minutes. Wait. Oh, this is just the last two games. Uh, so so far, zero touchdowns and five interceptions in the last two games since he's returned, uh, along with 15 carries for 95 yards. He completed 67.2 percent of his passes for 926 yards with two touchdowns and seven interceptions in five games while rushing for 244 and five, uh, 244 yards and five touchdowns. The Patriots are multiple games under 500 for the first time since 2002. Yeah, Cam Newton last week. Uh, yikes. That it's terrible. That was some of the worst play I've ever seen from Cam Newton. Yeah. Um, I'm not even a Patriots fan. I was just disgusted by it. Uh, with the NFL, we'll talk about the NFL trade deadline. Uh, Patriots are reporting telling teams to be w- willing to trade almost anybody. Yeah. Uh, Cam, uh, not Cam Newton. Uh, Stephon Gilmore. Uh, is out on the market. Uh, Patriots are reportedly trying to ship him. Crazy. Um, he put his house on the market, which I think the Patriots trade him. I really should. No, the game against the 49ers, he played terrible, missing tackles. Just he hasn't really been the same player he has in the last couple of years. I don't know if it has to do with age or just the lack of play of him not wanting to be here. Um, but it's just weird seeing the Patriots – in a rebuild mode. And I know Patriots fans want to say this isn't a rebuild mode. This is a rebuild mode. We'll get it together. Uh, Bill, Belichick, Bill Belichick will fix this. But they're sitting at 2-4 and right now. Yep. they got a tough game against the Bills, which I think they can win. Um, but if they fall 2-5, and five, they're done. Yep. There's, there's no st- Bill Belichick is not going to be able to save them. So this is what it feels like being a Dolphins fan. And a fan of the NFC East. I was, or I was just going to say, or an Eagles fan. It's... I. It's just so weird seeing the Patriots like this. Because, yeah. you know, for the last 20 years when Tom Brady was here, at this point they were either 6-0 and or 5-1. and At this point. Or even 4-2. and At this point with Tom Brady, it would have clinched by now. Yeah, they'd be <laughs> they'd be 6-0 or even 4-2. and Or like 5-2. and It's just it's just weird seeing the Patriots like this. Yeah. I'm sure you're not used to it. No. But I get used to it. I'm fine with it. Six it's like we got six titles. Yeah. <laughs> We're good. Um, now let's go from real football to fantasy football real quick. Yes. John, we're playing this week. Yes. Battle of first place. Yes. You're first in your uh, Five you're and two. first in your east. I'm first in the west. Yep. And I just want to read off some funny things. So I am kill everyone who's played me so far for the most part, has had terrible luck because I've only allowed 738 points mm-hmm. allowed. We'll put it in quotes. Yeah. And then the second lowest is 803. 803? Yeah, so I'm like 70 points below them. Jeez. And you have scored the second most points only behind the tally wankers yep. who are currently three and four because they've allowed the most points at 952. And the number that surprised me the most is the window lickers. (laughs) (laughs) They've scored 818. They've allowed 862, but they're four and three. Jeez, he doesn't score a lot of points. Yeah, I have one of the lowest points uh, scored. You do? 
Yeah, so hold on. Let's go in order. We're, this is going to take me a second. I will get it in order. Got the ta- Tally Wankers at 936. We got you, WrestleMania, at 911. We got CC at 894. We got the we got representative at 884. We got the bread show at 884. We got where's chip at 869. We got Victoria's Secret uh, at 868. We got me at 836. We got the window liquors at 818. <laughs> And we got Prestige Worldwide at 761. Prestige so I, Worldwide. So I am 8th. S- I, I have the 8th. I'm in 8th out of 10th for points forced. 8th out of 10th? 8th out of 10. 8 out of 10. So it's just like for that to get me 5 and 2. It's crazy. Yeah. So, John, Calvin really didn't do so good for you. No, 7.2 points, idiot. Yep. Cool with it. And I got. I had to put Levy on Bellin. I didn't That's want to. Why? He's playing the Jets. He's going to probably go off. I know, but I like my running back who was on a bye this week. Who's it again you have? David Johnson. That's right. I also got DeAndre Hopkins on a bye. You, lucky son of a bitch. You have no one on a bye this week. Absolutely no one. And I got two people on a bye. Including, no, that was last week. That was my kicker was on by. Now I have two kickers on my team because I don't want to get rid of Blank and Chip, but Bullock is doing really good. I um, I was surprised he was still free. He was still a free agent, to be honest. I'm so, uh, it's Devin Singletary. I'm so freaking. I don't know about him. He's, I, he's I a bust. I need DeAndre Swift to get another game like last week. Yeah, he went off last week. He killed it last week. Anyways, let's go and do our picks. Sound good? Yeah. Our last couple episodes were 50-something minutes, right? Mm-hmm. We haven't even done the picture, and we're already at 52. So, let's do this. John, after week seven, you are currently four games ahead. Four. You are 74 and 31. I am 70 and 35. Mm-hmm. We both failed with the Panthers. Yeah. Unfortunately. And I like how I like what I said when you texted me. I was like, "Who do you have?" I'm like, "The Panthers, I guess." <laughs> I never got the text. You didn't? No. That's why I didn't tag you in the thing oh. on that because I never got the text. I was like, maybe he didn't see it. No, I th- unless you didn't hit send. Hmm. Yeah. I it might not have sent what because I wasn't the target parking lot when I sent it. So all maybe right. the service wasn't good. And all right, so that's all right. That's why, because I was like, I didn't. That's why I didn't put you on there, because I'm like, you can never message it. He must have didn't see it, because I don't know if you were busy uh, moving. Uh no, oh, I sent it. So th- that that's the evidence that I picked the Panthers. <laughs> of course, what did I say? I said, I, I said last week I'm done picking the Falcons, and what happens? They win. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, s- I say that all the time. I'm not going to pick the Falcons, and whenever I say that, they win. So like, what the heck? So. Let's go to a game that probably is easier to pick. Vikings Packers. This game should be no, I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> Devontae Adams is going uh, Vikings have uh, rookie corners. Devontae Adams is going to eat them up. Yep. I got the Packers. I got the Packers as well. Just because I've Aaron Rodgers on my fantasy team and I hope he does really well. How <laughs> you in Bobby's league? What? How you in Bobby's league? Oh, actually we'll go over this real quick cuz it's funny. So there's 12 teams, right? There are six teams that are four and three. <laughs> How's that even happen? Like, re- ready for these standings? Yeah. <laughs> so, Snake Season, Jake, is six and one. Right. Zeke and Destroy, Bobby, he's number two, or he's in second at four and three. My Ball, Zach Ertz, is four <laughs> and three. Peppa Pig's War Zone is four and three. Kittle Big Town is four and three. Team Chubbs is four and three. I chase young kids four and three. What? That's Brad's team name. He always takes like a rookie and incorporates the name. We talked about it with him last week. They were like, "Yeah, I chase young kids." He's like, "Yeah, chase young." I'm like, "Yeah, you're a pedophile." <laughs> he's not. He's not actually a pedophile. It's just 
What does he have someone on Washington? What? He what does he have? Somebody on Washington? No, he just takes oh. the, he just takes the rookies. I chase young kids. Like, All right, that's funny. Yeah, it's funny, but it's just like, dude, a little weird too. Yeah, it's just like chill with the name a little bit. Nine one one, which emergency? No, he's fine. <laughs> and then it's a uh, Kareem Pie. That's a good one. Is a uh, three and four. Uh, four six six F six F seven four six two six one six C six C is three and four. Why did he do that for you? Just to be funny? I don't know. It's probably like an auto-generated name. You just typed in them randomly. I don't know, maybe. But uh, hot chub time machine is three and four. Uh, don't touch me. I'm sterile. Is two and five. And Loomis seven 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 is one and six. Does he even check it? I don't know. Probably. It's bad luck. I mean, I would say he does because he put this person on the bye last week. Want to hear his team? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> the one in six team is Patrick Mahomes. And Le'Veon Bell, just like me and the other one. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let's, let's go through their team. <clears throat> their starting lineup for this week, because I'm sure Will Fuller would normally be in it, is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's a good pick. Le'Veon Bell. Decent pick. Jamal Williams. Devontae right. Parker. Eh. Tyreek Hill. Noah Fant. A.J. Green. Nah, he's not good anymore. Mike Badgley. Never knew who that is. The kicker for the Chargers. All right. And the Bills defense. Bro, you got you got Patrick Holmes and Tyreek Hill. How are you one in six? Let's figure <laughs> it out real quick. Uh, let's go to a matchup. Yeah, it's going to take too much time to figure it out. No, sorry. But let's quickly d- go to their bench. Their bench, Joe Burrow, Rex Burkhead, James White, Will Fuller, uh, Jerry Judy, and Austin Hooper. And they have Odell Beckham in their reserve. Well, you probably should drop him because he tore his friggin' knee. That's yeah. a pretty bad team altogether, except Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. Yeah, and y- do you know my team in this league? I forget the team name. Kittle Big Town? Yes. I mean, do you know who's on my team? Well, I still got George Kittle. Yeah. I mean, even if I didn't have... Brad keeps trying to get Kittle from me, but... No, no, Brad offers me stupid trades, too. I'd never <laughs> accept them. So here's my team. It's Aaron Rodgers, uh, Latavius Murray. All right. Derrick Henry. Good pick. Adam Thielen. Good pick. Darius Slayton. Good pick. George Kittle. Great pick. Hollywood Brown. That's a good pick. I J- like him. Justin Elliott. Good pick. And the Chiefs defense. It's a good team. And my bench, Drew Brees, Peyton Barber. All right. David Johnson. Yep. Duke Johnson. <laughs> Marvin Jones. Uh, Dallas Goddard. And my reserve is Alan Lazard. What's your record? Uh, four, four and three. Four and three. All right. That's a good and record. Fifth. I'm, I'm in the playoffs as of today in both leagues. Good. Better than last year. Anyways, let's go back to these picks because we're almost an hour into this. Uh, Titans, Bengals should be easy. Five and one versus one and five and one. Um, Right? Yeah. Yes. Titans for me. Me too. Uh, Jets, Chiefs. Another easy one, I would say. Chiefs for me. Yep. (laughs) It's no surprise here. This isn't even unintentional power through. These are just really easy. Yes. Uh, Colts, Lions. This is actually a tough one because every time I pick the Colts, they lose. Every time I don't pick the Colts, they win. You know what? Colts. Um. <laughs> Give me the Lions in this one. All righty. Lions for Johnny Boy. Steelers, Ravens. This Undefeated is a tough one. Undefeated Lamar Jackson. No, um, Pittsburgh's got a great defense. Pittsburgh in every game this year has scored over twenty-five points. Now, how are they going to stop Lamar Jackson? I mean, they're not. Um, and don't forget the Titans almost came back last week. Uh, give me the Ravens. I just, I think the Ravens are better. I hate you for picking the Ravens. That's who I was picking. I was hoping it was going to be different, but I'm sticking with the Ravens because I want to see the Steelers lose. Uh, Rams, Dolphins. 
Tua Tagalova's first start. Tua Tagalova. makes first start. He's going to have to deal with Ryan Darnold. I mean, Aaron Darnold. So Did he start last week? No. This is his first game. Did they end up starting last week? Did they have a bye last week? I think they did. Because I remember talking about it. <laughs> this is um, the Rams. I got the Rams in this one. Yeah, I got the Rams as well. I have. N- it's too early for Tua to get a win. Tua needs to lose a. <laughs> he needs to humble himself. Nah, he's humbled. Patriots, Bills. Uh, see, this is a tough one. I mean, it is. Like, I don't want to bet against the Patriots because they're my team, but, you know, the Bills have uh, been doing pretty well this year. Just three at least in comparison to yes. the Patriots. In uh, just three games, uh, three carry games against the Patriots, uh, Josh Allen has competed uh, just 48.4% of his passes, just having 192.6 yards. This, Like I said, this is a different Patriots team. Yeah. Um, the only way I can see the Patriots win this game if they run the ball because mm-hmm. Bills' run defense isn't good. But And don't forget about uh, Edelman. Yeah, he's out. Nikhil yep. Harry's out. Yep. Give me the. Uh, I, I gotta go with the Bills on this one. I, I just do think. Too. I'm sorry, Pass. I'm so sorry. Just, I don't like betting against you, even though there's no money on the line in this. This is just for fun. But I can't do it. Raiders, Browns. Um, Browns are five and two. What the hell? Yeah, I know. I'm picking the Browns. I'll go with the Raiders. Just change it up. Just to change it up. Yep. I'm going with the Browns just because I like all the weapons options, even without Odell. Yes. Especially with the running backs. Cream Hunt. Cream Pie. Kurt, Kurt, yeah. Uh, Chargers, Broncos. <laughs> um, oh, my Lord, John. Give me uh, the rookie in this game. Give me uh, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert with the Chargers? Yep. Yeah, I know. Herbert's been killing it. I saw something the other day. I forget what the stat was, but the only other person who did it was Patrick Mahomes. I have to look it up. I think it was like for it was like two hundred and fifty passing yards in their first five starts or something like that. Look it up. Type in Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes and see if a stat comes up. And while you do that, I'm going to pick the Bears for the Saints and Bears game. The Bears? Yeah. Upset. Um, they let me see. down last week. This is going to be a bad pick. I already know it, but fuck it. Oh, uh, right here. It says, um, Justin Herbert joins Patrick Hones and also Rob Russell Wilson in elite territory. Come on, scroll down, baby. Scroll down. Scroll down. Yeah, you know what? Because of what you said, I'm changing to the Saints. You changed my mind. Because they did let me down last week. Uh, he ended the game for t- uh, t- uh, 27 43, 347 yards, and three touchdowns. It was another start. Uh, it doesn't say anything. Uh, you're right. Uh, first five starts 311 passing yards, two touchdowns, 230 yards, one touchdown, 290 yards, three touchdowns. Holy crap. 264 yards, four touchdowns, 347 yards, and uh, four, uh, four touchdowns. Add those touchdowns together real quick. I, d- I wasn't counting. So it was two, three. Uh, oh wait, yep, so it's two plus one is three, six, then four, then four. So 14. This dude's good. He's killing it. Good pickup for the Chargers. Bears, Saints. Um, Big Dick Nick. I'm going to, uh, you know what? How many games do we have the same? Uh, all but two. Ah, oh, fuck. Ah, shoot. Um, you know what? Since you took the Saints, even though I said the same thing, but you know what? Give me the Bears. All right. And if the if they if the Bears win now, I'm gonna say this now. I'm giving myself half a point. <laughs> it's not even going the record. It's just gonna be like it'll be my record, right? Yeah. And I'm just gonna toss like a point five above it. For uh, for no reason, it's just gonna be just there. for the hell of it. Yeah, it's just like point five. It'll be the tiebreaker. Like fuck it. <laughs> like <laughs> I changed it because of your reaction. <laughs> so if we tie at the end of the year, I win. That's probably not gonna happen, but <laughs> oh, this one's gonna be a good one. Forty ers Seahawks. I want to go with the Seahawks in this one. I am too. Because I don't know, the Seahawks have been doing so well this year, and so have the Forty ers But it's just like. 
think the Seahawks are going to prevail. Yes. I'm, I'm sorry, famed George Kittle helmet. <laughs> I hope you score three touchdowns by yourself. But all hail the George Kittle helmet. All hail the George Kittle helmet. Uh, Cowboys, Eagles. Oh, my God. This is. <laughs> Who do you have? Mm. <laughs> I got to go with the Eagles, man. I is just uh, my team. Oh, um, is Andy Dalton playing? Or no. Is he, he's, he's out, out. Ben uh, Deducci is playing. Yeah, Ben Nanucci. Deducci. So, Eagles. Yep. Eagles for me as well. Be the last one for the wa- for a while. Uh, <laughs> and then Bucks Giants. Uh, I mean, this is just no surprise here. I mean, Bucks. Tom Brady's going to eat the secondary part. Um, Bucks. Yeah, I'm going Bucks. The Jets as well. are. Giants. Did I say Jets? You did say Jets. Well, they both suck. So. Yeah, that is true. That is the picks. And once this is closed, it's sealed. Any changes? No. I mean, whatever. <laughs> it's not even sealed. We can change our mind up until kickoff if we yep. want. But we haven't done it yet, so we're just going to kind of stick with it. So, John, great episode. Yes. Where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on John O'Halloran15. That's my uh, Instagram. My U- Twitter's under bar John, under bar O'Halloran. Will, where can they find you? You can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at William Kluski. Follow the Instagram for sure if you want to see a dope photo in the suit. Happy Halloween again. Yes. Please follow the show on both Twitter and Instagram at Take the Lead or at TTL Pod. I, I, that Halloween thing really messed me up here. Let's start over. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at William Kliske. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at TTL Pod. Please rate, review, and subscribe on your preferred listening platform. Share with friends and family. Please. We please, beg of you. Please. And we. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye.